Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show, a weekly show designed for you as a leader and manager to get the results you've always wanted. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show so you can never miss an episode and share it with anyone else who might get the benefit. Right without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. I do hope you've had a really successful week, whatever you've been up to, both at work and away from work, and you're delivering the results you need, whatever those results may be. And of course, delivering it through your teams, because without us teams, we are nothing. Uh, This week's show, a little bit of a monologue for myself. Uh, So what I wanted to really talk around today was this idea of leadership in regard to being born a leader or being taught a leader. And uh, is it it through genetics uh, or are you learning? And there's been lots and lots of research around this. And when you read or when you do any searches on the internet, there's quite a lot of people on both sides of the fences. Some people say that you're born that way, that you you know you you have those abilities almost in you, and some say it's bred that way, it's bred into you over time. Now, I think there's definitely a case for both sides of this argument, and I'm not a big fan of someone saying it depends because whenever you have any advice, it always depends. If you talk about what food I should eat, well, it depends on your you know your macros and your micros, or what exercises are the best. Well, it depends. So. I don't want to come down on the fence too much, but I want to talk around the idea of it depending. So there's one side that says it's genetics. So you are born with a certain set of genetics. And obviously there is certain things that you you are going to be better at. So there is certain people, if you think of in a sporting world, that will be better and a bigger build for, for lifting weights, lifting heavy weights. There's others who are naturally faster. They have fast twitch muscles so they can run quicker there's ones who have slow twitch so you've got much more endurance in there but of course within that there's also the training that people need so you might be born and gifted with the best long distance running but you're never going to become um, a long distance marathon runner unless you do some sort of training or some sort of effort or get your diet right and if you want to compete at the top levels there's obviously a whole lot of things you do. But the genetics are going to get you so far, even down to flexibility. Some people are more flexible than others, naturally have ligaments that are looser. I'm naturally a ligament-loosed person, which means these things dislocate a lot, which isn't ideal, but gives you the feeling that you can still touch your toes when you're nearly 50, which is quite an achievement, I think, for some. But you've also got to think of the idea of the there's certain traits that you are born with in leadership, there's some people, especially in the military, they talk around loud voices and being able to project a voice. There's also people who are extrovert. And I and I do believe that people are born with a certain extrovert. There can be you can definitely tell if you look at children who are playing that some are very much more out there, very much extrovert, and others who are quiet more in the in the corner. So I think when it comes to leadership, there is certain points that makes it better and easier to do just like the genetics of uh, being able to lift heavy or being able to run far or fast being leading or being a leader if you have certain traits they're going to make it easier so being confident in front of people 
then you know if you're naturally that way around being a natural natural mixer as you walk in the room i am very much that way when i walk into a room i will speak to people i will engage with people i will speak to people at bus stops uh, random strangers i don't mind engaging in conversation i always have since i've been a child i've always been able to confidently do that now don't get me wrong i still feel a little bit nervous when you walk into a room but i'm very happy to engage whereas some people i know would happily sit in the corner and not speak to people all day because they don't like to mix. They don't like to uh, to sort of do that. That's not their first thing. But if they have an in with someone or they know somebody in there, then they're happy to open up. So I think genetics do play a part in leadership. But, of course, if you're listening to this podcast and thinking now, well, oof, I'm a quiet person, I can't speak loud, I have no confidence in, in groups, I don't like speaking in front of people, I'd be no good as a leader. Well, no, of course not. There is a way of training and learning the skills. And that is part of this uh, uh, this debate, is that you can be bred that way. And it can start young. You know, you were given opportunities to be that way when you are young and you, you get a chance to go out there and be in, case, in, in, in circles and social situations where you're mixing. But when you look at it in a management position or as a young leader or a leader who's just started the role, you can expose yourself to certain things that will improve your leadership. And leadership is such a wide and variety of, of, of strengths. You know, there is people who are very, very good at being in front of people and leading them. They've got natural charisma. They shine in a room. They have a bright light. And people want to follow those. They want to be, you know, be behind that person and go forward. And it is easy for them. But there's also the leader that needs a tactical ability, the way to see things, the way that you can look at things differently. I mean, it's very important sometimes um, as a manager to be able to read the room, they say, be able to tell by people how they're reacting or how they are accepting messages or, or, or the way that you're putting a message over. So there's an ability to be able to learn to read a room, to look at people's eye contact, to be able to look at the body language. So that's something that's definitely a taught skill. It helps if you've got a natural ability to do that, but it doesn't mean you're totally out of it if you don't. And of course, being a leader means that you can plan and organise. And, of course, with that means that you don't necessarily need to have those skills of being at the front and leading a, a presentation, but of being able to tactically plan and take a strategy and a vision and make it in something practical. You, some of the best leaders I've worked for have had an ability to do that, to be able to capture ideas and make them come to life. They weren't the most charismatic, but they were deep thinkers. They were people who thought things through, planned. And I would, uh, as a subordinate to that person, then be able to execute that plan, make it happen and lead it out. And of course, as in any position as a manager you also need to make sure that you've got your team around you and you can get the skills out of that team to make it happen so don't think just because you haven't been blessed with certain things genetically that you can't learn to find the skills in your team or bring in the right people to make the things happen when you look at good teams they're not always made up with loads and loads of experts they're actually a person who's at the front, who is leading, will have brought in lots of people who know how to do things. I don't pride myself, I pride myself on not knowing a lot about certain things, but I'll know people who do. I'm never going to be the expert on certain things, and that's fine. I'm comfortable with that. 
I just need to make sure my team around me has the skills and are built with a resilience to be able to get those jobs done. And when the times get tough, they can execute the plan. So although I do have some natural abilities to lead and talk and speak and put my message over and engage in people, certain planning areas are very weak for me. I'm not very good at long-term planning, so I make sure I've got people around to plan. I also know that I need to have people who are strong doers, who can take the message in the direction I want and make it happen in the day-to-day. And that's another thing that you can definitely learn, how to build a strong team around you with strong connections that can deliver the message you want. So, in total, the idea of it being born or bred is definitely a combination. You are going to be slightly ahead in the management world if you've got certain attributes, but it doesn't mean you can't learn them. They're definitely learnable skills. And of course, what do you need to do when you've learned them? It's practice them. So the big part to take in any position is to take the skills you've got, combine them with the learnings you've made, and then practice them. Building the team around you and practice the skills that you need to make those things happen. By doing that, you then build your management credibility, you take it forward and you make things happen around you. You deliver the results Because you know you've got your team around you that can do it. You've got your strengths and you've built those teams around you. And then you practice individually and as a group to execute. And never forget that learning is constant. I've always been a big fan of learning. I'm still learning now. Every time I have time, if I'm walking the dogs or in the gym or or in the car travelling, I'll have some sort of learning on an audiobook of some sort of podcast, a message that someone's put, I'll listen to and take on board. And it can be a variety of different subjects and areas of expertise that all build in to be able to improve the way that I show up and turn up at work and get the results that I get. Okay, just to wrap up this short episode, so is it being born or is it being bred? Well, obviously it depends. I said I wasn't going to say that, but I have. And it's a combination of making sure that you take the skills you've got, understand what skills you have now and what you've built, understand your weaknesses and where you can plug that by bringing people in who are skillful. But never worry, because the more you work, the more you learn, the more you practice, the more you can improve. Well, on the journey of improvement, I'm always interested to get your feedback. So if you can send it to managermatpodcast, gmail.com. Really love to listen to you, some of your feedback. And it's been great what you've given me so far. But give it more is, is always is better for me. And it's a gift. So please keep feeding it back. And of course, whatever you've listened to today, get, take some time to think about it. Have a chat with some of your co-workers or some of your other leaders about what it means. Are you born? Are you bred? And of course, please put what you're thinking's into action to improve the way that you manage. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.